who do you turn to for advice? Sometimes your best friend's brother's cousin's aunt just isn't good enough. What then? Ask Sarah. In the same tradition of Dear Abby, Sarah is a gently blunt, practical, and wise advisor who brings with her a wealth of personal and professional knowledge coupled with gentle humor. Sarah offers inspiration and advice to help you live more fully and powerfully in your own life. Tune in every day to connect with the information and ideas you need to hear. Well, hello and welcome to another segment of Sarah Says. This is the Daily Brief. These are little tips, hints, tricks, and ideas on help, helping you to live your best life possible. And today I'm going to be talking about habits. And I've got a couple of quotes that are just my favorites. And one of them is, your habits are just hypnosis in action. And the second one, the only difference between a rut and a grave is the depth. Your habits are either ruts or they're going to be driving you uh, in the direction of your dreams. And so you've got to start considering, and this show is just one way that I want you to start thinking about the habits in your life that either serve you or hold you back. And uh, I want you to recognize that we develop habits over the course of time. And for good or ill, these habits either serve us or they uh, drag us down. But in simple terms, a habit is a set of behaviors that you are doing automatically. You don't think about them, and they're in response to something, that whether it's biting your fingernails or brushing your teeth or going to the gym every day. You've developed habits in response to how you feel and what you're thinking. The, the habits are these automatic routines. And Again, I want you to start thinking about your capacity to take control of your life. I believe a successful, happy, and uh, fulfilling life is all about power and control, but it's power and control over your own damn self. And so today, I could not be more delighted to welcome back to the show my friend and a great uh, wise advisor, Ava Anger Heron, and she is the founder of Beam Life and uh, does so much great work with folks, helping them to get into themselves and to recognize why we're acting the way that we are and to couple what's going on between our ears with what's going on in our body. So if you would join me as I welcome back to the show, Ava Angbert here. And good morning, Ava. Thank you for joining me again. Good morning, Sarah. Thank you for having me on again. Well, listen, they, we've got our coffee. We've been drinking it and uh, chatting uh, via uh, electronic devices for a, a couple of hours. So I think we're ready. But uh, today in this daily brief, I'm I'm focusing on habits. And you and I were talking about there's a gazillion habits that we get into. But the three big ones that I wanted to talk about today, uh, the first one is the habit of self-talk and how we're, we're, we're saying to ourselves who we are. Would you talk about that for just a minute? I believe they're unconscious for, for a long time. I mean, when it says, you know, if we're going to heal, it's going to be about self-awareness first. I don't really know that we really know that we're saying all these things to ourselves. You know, and, and afterwards, self-talk is particularly when we make mistakes, this whole we're just beating ourselves up. But also before we're going to do something that there is a feeling or a thought, in my world, it starts with just a body sensation that's doubting what is going to happen. And then somehow my brain makes up, you know, this language of how it's not going to work. 
Well, and aren't we also repeating the stories that we've been told or that we absorbed as children? I remember it took me 100 years to get over the fact that when I was uh, developing quickly as a child, my mom said I had such big hips. And, you know, as I get older, I'm like, yeah, well, I'm a woman, and that's kind of comes with a territory but it took me years and so we're repeating what we were told as children you know you're not smart enough you're not whatever and uh, we absorb that language and you know do you believe you know when we start feeling this self-doubt we start talking to ourselves in ways that we would never accept from someone else would you agree with that I do. And sometimes maybe that's what brings us into, you know, bad relationships because some of us do accept it from others too, but because we believe it so strongly that, you know, a lot of abusive relationship and so on kind of makes us quote unquote, right. See, I am a piece of junk because otherwise people wouldn't treat me like this. Well, yeah. And, you know, you wrote a great book and, and folks can certainly go to uh, beamlifecoaching.com to find out more about you. But your your book was about the life limiting habits. And, and this is certainly one of them, the, the, the fact that we begin to feel and I've done it. You know, you begin to feel small and insecure mm-hmm. and you're uncertain and then the self-talk starts. And so then you mm-hmm. drop into the habit of who do I think I am and I'm not good enough and all that. What do you consider to be one of the, for lack of a better word, antidotes to this? What's the response when we get into this bad habit of self-talk? What do you see as our a response? Because for the listener's sake, I want to say this. When we get rid of a habit, if we don't substitute it with something else, we're going to either develop a new bad habit or we're going to have to fill that gap in with a good habit. So what do you see as a habit to develop in this area? Well, like I said, you know, to to just, number one, become aware, of course. But if you are able to just sit with the discomfort that pops up when you don't act out on your habit, when you kind of catch yourself, right in that moment, it's very uncomfortable. There have been times when I just had to sit on my hands on the couch and cry because I had no idea what to do with all the discomfort in my body. And I wanted to reach out to something that I have habitually done for years to avoid these feelings in my body. So an and that le- the- Yeah. No, definitely. Go on. No, I just mean the beginning of an anecdote is really self-awareness because often we don't even know that we're doing it unless someone calls us on it or there is a situation where we're just forced to see it. Yes. And this is, I mean, if you're listening to this and we're talking, I mean, we're talking about these habits and these are the life limiting habits. These are the things that keep you from becoming that thing that you want Um, by way of example, we were talking about the the self-talk. I can't tell you, and Ava, you know this because you coach people all the time, the number of women that struggle with, with self-talk and, and mm-hmm. the stories we've told, the backstory of how we're not worthy or or whatever. So I love how the antidote to that is, you know, first of all, we have to become aware. And there, this is that lizard brain you and I talk about all the time. It's that, that auto response. But the second habit that I want to get into that you touched on 
and this is one I struggled with for years, is running away from the discomfort. The habit of, if I feel uncomfortable about it, I know I need to do it, but it makes me so uncomfortable that I can't. So, again, by way of example, I need to, to say something to somebody, or I need to make a change in my own behavior, but I'm so uncomfortable about that, that this habit of avoiding it is keeping me from the life I want to live. So talk about that for a minute. I mean, a huge example for me is I always thought I was stupid. So meaning stupid, I didn't educate myself or anything. And then it was time for me to get educated in my 40s. And I needed to fill in an application for school. And you know, I even got as far as I parked in the parking lot outside school. And then my brain said, oh, Eva, you should do laundry. Or, oh, Eva, you know, and, and, and these weird thoughts because I could not handle the panic and the fear of just walking in and starting this process. So mo- many times we do this, if, and particularly as women, we're kind of taught that, you know, we're, <laughs> we're not as worthy. If there's anything you want to start in your life and then – your brain will just kind of switch and say, oh, I don't need to do it today. You know, I can do it. And then time goes by. And this is a funny thing. I love, I love how you did that because this is the habit that I think is the most deceptive of all, that we need to – I did this Monday. I'm going to out myself. So I go to the gym every day, and my goal is not to – have the bikini body because that time is long gone, but it's to be stronger. It's just to be, I just want to be stronger. And I go to the gym every day and I, uh, Monday, this past Monday, I had it on my calendar to go to the gym and I really didn't want to go. And normally I don't even think about whether I want to or not, but Monday I did. I kept doing other work, Ava. I wasn't (laughs) just like sitting on the couch eating bonbons. Mm-hmm. I substituted, I avoided, and then it got too late to go to the gym because mm-hmm. I had appointments all afternoon. And so this is that habit. I, I started the habit on Monday. And, the you know, I, I'm just telling you, we do this about all sorts of stuff. Women do this. You need to go, you want to go to school. You want to take the art class. You want to start going to the gym. And the fact that we're filling it in, we've developed the habit of filling it in, with productive tasks, yeah, you you do need to do the laundry, but you need to do it right then. Mm-hmm. And so the antidote to that then, of course, is to recognize, would you say, how we're cheating? Our, we're, aren't we cheating ourselves? Wouldn't you say that, that we're cheating ourselves at that point? Oh, absolutely, because after on your Monday when you realize you didn't go to it and now you don't have time, I believe there is a sense of, oh, darn it. You know, it, it's a self, now I hurt myself. Yes. I could have got to the yes. gym and felt better about myself. Yeah, because who doesn't, I mean, I do. I hate it when I'm there. I absolutely loathe it when I'm there. But when I'm done and I've sweat and my muscles are sore, I feel like, yes, you know, I did it. Yeah. This, But this is that honesty piece. I mean, this this is that that uncomfortableness. I had to think about why I did it. And I was kind of bummed. It was a bum day. I had had a rough mm-hmm. day with some clients and I was like, I just don't want to, but it didn't hurt anybody but me. Mm-hmm. And so that was the thing. All right. So the third habit that I want to talk about, and I, this is something I know you and I had a, a, a bit of a, of a, a beginning of an engaging conversation prior to the show. 
and third habit I want listeners to think about is that we are spending time with the wrong people. And for women, I think this is hard. I think that we've been so socialized to be nice, and I've been talking about toxic people all week and how hard it is for women to disengage. But you and I also, in this case, the habit of spending time with people who are less than us, and that is the habit. And I want you to talk about that. I'm not going to talk about it anymore. Talk about that habit of spending time with people who are worse off or less than we are. And I don't mean less as value of a human being. We all have equal value. No, we don't mean that at all. No, No. we're not talking about that. But what I'm saying is, especially if if you're a drug addict or whatever, it's very common that we seek lower companions, quote-unquote. We seek someone that is worse off so that we don't look that bad. And I also believe that often if we feel, quote-unquote, important in any kind of setting, or if we don't feel challenged by other people, it's easy to kind of hang out there so that we don't have to kind of move on and develop or be challenged in our own character. You know, if you, if you hang out with people that don't really question what you're doing or don't really want you to succeed or move on or get better because they don't really want to work on themselves. It's a nice little puddle to hang in because there is no challenges. (laughs) Well, of course. And, and I've, I did this for years, years. I would hang out with people who were, um, okay. So what I always tell people is you have to hang out with people who are better than you. And by better than you, I don't mean the value of the people in the world, but I mean, people, if I want to be smarter, I need to hang out with people who are smarter than me. If I want to be more athletic, I need to hang out with people who are Mm -hmm. more athletic than me because that challenges you. And Mm -hmm. so this third habit is really holding us back because wouldn't you also agree? And I see this happen a lot that if I'm hanging out with someone who's quote less than, or not, not, not headed in the same direction. Mm-hmm. That when I begin to change and evolve, they're going to say, oh, so you think you're better than me. Or oh, they're going to be naysayers because then they're uncomfortable because of my growth. Yeah. And I mean, that's the beauty. I have a friend, Stacy. I have a few friends that are really successful. And you know, when I call them, I am very well aware of what I have not done that day that I said I was going to do. You know, so, so there is a discomfort if you're not up to you know, doing what it is you said you're going to do, to have an accountability coach or to have a friend that's truly honest with you and supports you, you know, support your successes. Well, and and that's, I think, too, isn't that why we also avoid some people that we really need to spend time with because they call us out on our bullshit? Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, I'm so grateful for the people in my life that call me out on my BS because that moves me, you know, forward. Well, and I think so. Oh, go on. I'm sorry. No, I think it's really if you think about that, there is something in your life you really want and you recognize that the people you hang out with, it's not bad people. It's just like they may not be as whatever, excited about life or excited about moving on as you are, then maybe take a look. It doesn't mean that we have to cut them short, but you know what? If you're spending your precious time with people that are not necessarily supportive to your success, well, you know, then we're going to be on idle for much longer than we need to. 
Listen, okay, the truer words were never spoken. I was on idle till I was 40, and it was these three big habits that were were holding me back. I mean, for anyone who's listening, I I have a list, literally have a list that I would be delighted to send you of 30 habits, the 30 habits that I think hold us back. But these big three, uh, the um, – uh, the big three that we've been talking about, the first one being, you know, the self-talk, the second one being uh, running from the discomfort, and the third one being, you know, not being conscientious about who we spend our time with. These three, I think, and Ava, certainly feel free to disagree, I think these are the big three that keep us um, from achieving the life that we've envisioned. Absolutely, and the life we're meant to live. I mean, it, it, it's so... I mean, these three habits are what keeps us small, you know, and and do you ever walk into a place where there is a lot of successful people and maybe this is a new group that you try to join before you know it, you just shrink from being this excited woman to just this, oh my goodness. And you just shrink and that posture shows up and people are not interested in hanging out with you because your self doubt is just seeping through your teeth. (laughs) <laughs> so there's an interesting mental picture. Well, I, I would like to close the show with you talking quickly about um, the, you have a thing that's called stop well, you in your book. The book that you wrote is um, getting unstuck from life limiting habits. And you talk about stop, drop and choose. And just quickly, would you explain to the listeners what that concept is? Well, if you're in any situation, and it's just a really quick tool, when you start feeling your own triggers, and most of us are used used to knowing what they are, you stop, you scan your environment. Am I safe? You just stop and ask yourself, am I safe? If the answer is yes, you drop, you literally exhale, and you drop into your body, and you surrender, not to the situation, but to yourself, your inner self, you literally, like the hourglass, drop into yourself. And then you check, what am I feeling in my body? And then the situation in itself becomes less important because you're focusing on your internal sensations. Oh, my stomach is cramping. Gee, I got a pressure in my chest. And as you're giving those sensations some space, they have less power over you. And then... You can use your cognition, your frontal lobe, your thinker. You can use it to choose your response. You're not reactive anymore. You stop, drop, and check. You give it a second, and then you choose your behavior. Ava, I just love having you on this show. And if you would, let, uh, let's close by telling the listeners how they can get in touch with you. How can they get a copy of your book? Uh, I know that you put out some great information on Facebook. How can they find and follow you there as well? Oh, Facebook is my name, Ava Angvard Heron. I have a business, Beam Life, on Facebook. I have a website, Beam Life Coaching. And Beam is, you know, Bob, Eric, attitude (laughs) and mark so beam life coaching and give me a call at 510-825-7574 i would love to talk with you and and just show you it's very simple tools to a complex problem 
They absolutely are. Ava, uh, I guess we should also let the listeners know that you're going to be on every week for the next few weeks, and we're going to be talking about different things and uh, how folks can begin to choose to live their best life possible. So I'm looking forward to having you back on the show. Oh, I am too. Thank you so much. It's my pleasure. Listeners, this is the the kind of stuff these daily briefs are about you. They're uh, in response to the things that you've written in and said that you wanted to hear more about. And so continue to do so. You can go to Sarah, S-A-R-A-H, Zinc, Z-I-N-K, dot com. Click on the Contact Us button and let me know what topics, uh, ideas, questions you may have. I am here for you. And until we get together again, my dear friends... You have been zinked. Listen up!